come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. Uh, this is the second hour of Ghost Chronicles two-hour radio. Uh, Next Generation, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the guy who thought today was Tuesday, uh, New England's own Van Helsing. And with me, <laughs> yes, she is with me, the blind bombshell has returned. <laughs> Here she is. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to be back. There's my annoying little laugh for you. I know. Ron always gets me laughing before we start. Mm. But uh, hi. Yes. Happy to be back. Back you know, ass. I, I actually thought it was Tuesday today. I, did you? 20 minutes before the show, you I did. didn't realize I had a show. Oh, my God. Ron. It, was, it was 20 minutes or about a half hour. I forget. Whatever it well, was. Well, 20 Jean, minutes Jean, before the previous show. Yeah. Yeah. Jean, <laughs> yeah. Jan Jan told me, uh, what time is your show? It's like, no, she says, is your show six to seven or, I mean, seven to eight or eight to nine? It's like, oh, sugar, today's, that's tomorrow. No, it's Wednesday. Oh, God. Wednesday all day. Yes, it is. I know. So I ate ate my supper in three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. It's, It's one of the Monday holiday weeks. You're I'm a day late, you're a dollar short all week. You're like, what day I is it? And I never do. I don't no. know what. No, I'm I'm really aware of the time. Time is something that's yeah. really, I'm usually ahead of myself, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So welcome back. It's good ah, to hear your voice again. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's nice to be back. Yeah, people, people are getting tired of listening to me, so. I bet. <laughs> I bet they are. Sorry, I people. Just, <laughs> I do have, uh, I want to start it off, and I, and I mentioned it for those who didn't uh, hear last show, uh, Ghost Chronicles International, where Steve and I t- spent an hour talking about World War II tanks and stuff. Well, aircraft, whatever. Not Anyways. Even, not even remotely paranormal, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. you spent yeah. that so in there. We did an investigation okay. on a P7, B-17. Uh, and anyway, okay. but uh, uh, I saw the sad news. Uh Leanne Wilbur, who yeah. was the proprietor of uh, the Lizzie Boyden house, uh, passed away. And That's I've known her since, I would guess, in somewhere around 2005. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she was a, a great kid. And, uh, wow. uh, we'll, you know, we, we'll so be young. sorry. So young. But I know. So young. Actually, I don't even know how old she was, so. I, she, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that she was maybe around my age, maybe like ten years younger. Oh, that old. Hmm? That old. That old. That old. <laughs> that, that old. Just. No, I missed you. I haven't had any digs for a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I get away with that. I did see that, and uh, it's terrible. What a, what a shock, mm-hmm. and. She, okay, so 
I so I probably met Leanne not too long after you met Leanne because we started. Um, well, let's see. I started East Bridgewater's Most Haunted around 2007, mm-hmm. and not too long after that, I think I came on as co-host. Maybe within the next two years. Okay. It's been a long time. I've really lost track, honestly. Mm-hmm. It just seems like yesterday. But anyway, so, and we went down and we did a live broadcast. That was the first uh, time you met her? That was the first time I met her. Oh, okay. And uh, it was great. It was the first time I'd ever been to the Lizzie Borden B&B. And that Leanne, super nice. And then when we started doing the video show, she was one of our very first guests. Um, she was among the first 10 shows. So, in, in Oh, the- she was. Yep. Uh, and then we had her back again years and years later. Um, you have a good memory. Well, yeah, I, for certain things. <laughs> uh, what happened yesterday, not so much. But, yeah, she... So she was on the video show a couple of times and um, I'm probably going to, I should, I should go back and like reload those shows and, and replay them, you know, Uh, should put a, maybe do a tribute or whatever. whatever. Yeah. But I, yeah, I'm very saddened to hear that news. And so many people in the paranormal world knew Leanne Mm -hmm. and she was very open and, and inviting. Yeah. Come on down and, do a live broadcast from, from the inn. Oh or yeah. Shoot your show or bring your guest or or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know what? There's not a lot of people like that, in, in the paranormal world. And you, you know what's kind of weird though is because the Lizzie Borden was sold. Yep. And then that's when it happens shortly after that. So it's like strange. Well, you know, this maybe. is the anniversary of Lizzie's, Lizzie's death. Wasn't that what someone? Posted? I have no idea. I, I think haven't it seen was. the internet. Haven't been on the, yeah. the internet really too much today well, at all. So. I mean, a lot of people have been memorializing her today. I know I saw Jeff Belanger post. I saw Frank Grace post. Tim Weisberg. Um, yeah, they do friend, do events. Yeah. 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 Our our friend Nate. He posted, uh, and just uh, Brian Cano. So many people that had been there had worked closely with her. Yes. So it's a big ripple in in the paranormal field. That's how many lives she's touched, which right. is yeah. Yeah. God, you know, God bless and and I don't know what happened and I you know, just God bless her and rest in peace. I yeah. It's yeah. a sad loss. Sad it loss. Is. Too young. Mm. Oh, but, where do we go from there? My God. Oh. You know, I, I, the first time I met her, um, I had people over from the UK. Uh, these, in fact, these were the first people I had brought over from the UK. It was uh, Haunted Devron mm-hmm. and uh, also Gavin Cromwell was uh, with them as well. And um, we went there, we did an investigation. Uh, I had my whole full, whole team there. We we did the investigation there and everything, which was really great. And then uh, at the end of the night, uh, it was time to go drive back. And um, Glenn says, "Well, why don't you stay over and 
And I says, no, I can't. I've got a bunch of people I got to drive back, which broke my heart, by the way. Ah, (laughs) Right, right. How often do you get that invitation? (laughs) I know. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, the, uh, uh, I didn't get to do it. But so anyways, we packed up the car. We were about to leave. And then uh, I, I headed out to the car and then I looked down and my hand was cut and it was bleeding. Oh, uh, finger it was, and it, it was bleeding. It's like, oh wow, that's weird. No, I don't that remember cutting or anything else. So, I mm-hmm. knocked back at her door, and she came in there. And she says, "Oh, what's up?" And they changed your mind. I says, "No." I says, uh, "Do you have a bandaid?" I says, "I'm bleeding like a stuck pig here." Mm. And uh, she says, "Okay, it's all right." So, uh, she uh, put a bandaid on it, and, and I said goodbye, and we went, and I left, and I got to the car. And I had another finger that was bleeding. It just started bleeding again. It was what the heck? I know it. And so back onto the thing, knock knock. You're not gonna believe this, but uh, yeah, to this day I have no clue. Uh, huh. That's what odd. Happened. I know. Hmm. Well, don't know how to explain it, but she bandaged I, I you have up. No clue. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, a great loss to the paranormal world. We will miss her. Yeah. Absolutely. You know. But uh, I'm sure more to come in the days ahead. And Yeah, that's what happens. You get more. people around and you start dying off. Uh, the younger people aren't supposed to die, Ron. Nah, yeah, that's not true. Well, when you're 126 or how old are you? 150? I don't yeah. know. I've lost track. Lost track too. <laughs> the interesting thing is, though, you know, is as soon as you're born, every minute you you live is a minute closer to your death. Ah, that's a good old Puritan isn't nice, sentiment. Yeah, isn't that a nice, nice sentiment? You'd make a great Puritan. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Memento mori. Yeah. There you go. But uh, yeah, we I had some. Uh, great times here. I've been. I was there several times. Uh, uh, a lot of times. Uh, once with you. Uh, another time. Uh, we did some. What else we do? Oh, we were something else. I can't remember what it was. But yeah, we, I had been there probably three or four times. I would guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. So Leanne, the, you've you were you've touched so many lives, and uh, we want to thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Thank you for all you given us over the years absolutely now, if you got a glass raise it there you go i wish i had a glass right now god tell bless <laughs> raising my wine leanne cheers to you and now i sent um roy oh for your dog yeah. uh so hopefully I can get it. It was a, re- a recording that Leanne gave me from the uh, Lizzie oh? Borden house. Are you still there? Oh, no. Yeah. What happened? I'm still here. You can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. I sent you uh, the link anyway, so there you go. Okay. Oh, we lost Dan, so that's interesting. Uh, we could hear her, but she couldn't hear us, evidently. So I guess 
We'll have to solve that problem out. Isn't that funny? We're talking about the Lizzie Borden house. Strange things happen. Hmm. But anyways. Uh, so I guess uh, we'll, we can try to wait for that. But I, I also uh, sent Roy a, uh, a video that uh, Leanne had sent me that was recorded at the... Uh, um, Lizzie Boyden house, and I want to play it kind of as a closing tribute to her. Uh, so, um, when we get that, we'll play that. But, anyways, uh, we want to thank, uh, we also take, we can't take a break. Okay. Anyway, I'm back. I'm okay, back. Good. Sorry. Yeah, I was confused. Like, you threw a monkey wrench. I was like, uh, we was just doing something, and now I'm confused. So, Sorry. And trust me, today is not uh, a good day for me to be confused. So. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. All of a sudden, everything went dead. No, you were good. We could all hear you. Oh, but, that's uh, weird. You were talking. We could hear you, but you couldn't hear us, evidently. So. Yeah. Well, I'm back. Sorry. All right. Not a problem. Uh, I miss. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, while Roy gets that video and uh, plays, it, get, plays it for us, then... Uh, We'll, we'll talk a little bit about your trip. Okay. You, you went, uh, your son got married, I guess. Yes. Yeah. My baby boy, my baby boy. He got married in Wilmington, North Carolina, mm -hmm. uh, two weeks ago on May 15th. And it was lovely and everything was. No, my anniversary is May 13th, right? I saw that. Yes, uh -huh. I did. So, yep. It was a great, great wedding and so happy for them both. And, now I have a daughter-in-law. I have a son-in-law, and I have a daughter-in-law. There you go. So, Family's complete. Um, You're all well-rounded. <laughs> uh, now, yep. Did you get to go in to see any cemeteries down here? I did go see a cemetery. Ah. I saw. So it was it was a long. So we were gone for two weeks. So mm -hmm. my brother-in-law lives in Virginia Beach, and his family, and. So we went and we left a week prior to the wedding. So we stayed in Virginia Beach for a little while. Then we drove to Wilmington, did the wedding, and then we drove back to Virginia Beach. So we were camping. Are you still there? Okay. I hear you clicking. So I did go to a cemetery in Virginia Beach called Cedar Hill Cemetery. It's a historic cemetery in okay, Suffolk. So you know what? I've uh, Roy's got the uh, the video uh, ready to play from okay. the thing. So let's let's finish up with our final tribute to Leanne. And this is a uh, a um, a video that she sent me, and it's actually a recording of her iPhone. Mm -hmm. And this was a telephone uh, conversation that uh, that came in on her iPhone. So Roy, if you can play that. Okay, let's try that one again without the Harley pipes. That's Leanne's voice, by the way. Whoops. 
think we lost it. I think we lost the rest of it. That's it. Roy says oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah uh, we lost part of it somehow, but that's okay. Oh. Anyways, it was just a repeat of the same thing. But it wasn't mm-hmm. spooky to hear a voice. Yeah. 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 It was. Um, and I remember she played that on the show when she visited us as yeah. well. Yeah. So, and it, it was weird because it came in from some really, it wasn't like a regular cell phone. It came in on a cell phone. Yeah, it came in, yeah, on her. On the, BN, the, the B&B's cell phone. Yeah. And it, it was from like a really strange. Yeah, 666 or something. Non, like it was a number that was a non-number. It wouldn't be yeah. a number. Yeah. Yeah. The basics is we are dead. What the hell? We've lost our head. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kind of uh, weird. It's very creepy. Very, very creepy. Very, very creepy. So, but anyway. Well, anyways. So that's that's it, and uh, uh, that's our final tribute to uh, Leanne. So, mm-hmm. rest in peace. So, moving back to uh, your vacation, you you went to a cemetery. You were talking uh, about surprise, surprise, yes. So I went to Cedar Hill Cemetery. It's a, a historic cemetery in Suffolk, uh, Virginia. And it's probably like half an hour south of Virginia Beach. And just really great cemetery. A lot of, obviously, Civil War uh, uh, soldiers mm-hmm. in there. And the usual giant Civil War monument. <laughs> uh and it it was a really great cemetery. I'm going to do a future cemetery tripping on it. And God awesome. bless, God bless my sister-in-law, uh, Maggie. She she came along with me, which was great. And uh, so I'll be posting pictures of that soon. And oh, on this the next, is a surprise. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, You're the on picture the, queen. <laughs> yeah, on the next next live video show, which hopefully we can make work uh, at some point. I will do a cemetery cemetery tripping on it. Oh, cool. So anyways, but I know, so both Virginia Beach and Wilmington, where my son got married in North Carolina, have lots of ghost stories. They're both really very big vacation areas, beachy kind of vibe areas and beautiful. So it's hard to believe, like... Had to think about ghosts there, but as mm-hmm. usual, like Wilmington also has the the ghost tours uh, because it is an old and very historic town. Yep. So they they have ghosts of old Wilmington, and they run it out of a place called the Black Cat Shop. Sweet. Yeah, I know, and you know, I didn't. I when I was there, so I wasn't actually in Wilmington. When I was in Wilmington, I was all focused on wedding, so I wasn't able to like wander around downtown and find the black cat shop. I was just in wedding mode. But next time I am there, I'm definitely going to seek it out. But they do, they do, they call it. Uh, so it's the Ghost Walk of Old Wilmington. The Hollywood Location Walk, which is in Hollywood, and they also run the Haunted Pub Crawl in Wilmington since oh. 1999. They've been doing it a long Surprised, time. Surprised uh, you didn't go on that Haunted Pub Crawl. I That's told you. Right I up. know. I Believe me, I would have. 
<laughs> Sounds right up your uh, alley. It's definitely up my alley, but we just uh, time was lacking on that, so we were not going to be able to do that. But I do have some ghost stories from Wilmington. Ooh, really? Interested? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy who runs this ghost tour, his name is John Herchak, and. He also runs this shop, the Black Cat Shop, I believe. So he's also written a, bo- a book called Ghosts of Old Wilmington. So we'll give him a little plug, even though Sweet. I don't know the guy. <laughs> so we'll have to get him on the show then, that's all. Yeah, I think we definitely should. because So Wilmington is beautiful, and they have a whole downtown area that's all cobblestoned. And that's where my son got married, actually. And... It's it's very, very quaint. It's right on this big riverfront, and they have, like, a river walk. It's on the Cape Fear River. So uh, it was settled in the 1700s, so it is very old. Um, let me get to my ghost story. I got to scroll, scroll down here. <laughs> Uh, so several of Wilmington's older ghostly tales date back to Wilmington's original founding. And one of these residual spirits is that of the brute proprietor known as Meg. Her pub resided in the heart of what was known as Paradise Alley, a conglomerate of alleys with the expressed intent of servicing sailors upon arrival. In port, following a long and lonely sea voyage. <laughs> Servicing. Hmm. hmm. Meg, Meg ruled her pub with an iron fist and used her size to intimidate most of her unruly patrons. But occasionally a patron would get out of hand and Meg would breach the bar and beat the unwitting fool half to death. <laughs> Then to leave her My type of woman. <laughs> yeah, Meg would sink her teeth into an appendage or two and rip it off. There you go. Fitting the remains into a pickling jar, which she kept atop her bar. Now <laughs> imagine running into this bloody apparition. Or, <laughs> I can't talk tonight. Apparition while stepping into the restroom of one of our local pubs. Wilmingtonians like to say there is no shame in running away. <laughs> oh that sounds exciting oh my god i'm gonna have to find where paradise alley was because it's uh it's one of those things and every time we go there we're always pressed for time so the things i want to do i'm like we're going to come back we're going to stay at a hotel downtown i love my children but i want to go on the ghost tour (laughs) and i can't do that when i'm i'm staying with them you know out at their house so Next time, next time. There you go. I'm going on this ghost tour. You yeah. know, ghost tours are, are a lot of fun. Uh, I, I took one before I even got into the paranormal, and I, I quite enjoyed myself. There, for those who, uh, you know, looking for something to do, you know, support one of these ghost tours. They're they're excellent. Yeah, and you already get, you always get a lot of history. You do. You get the history. It's not just all boring, yeah. uh, well, not boring, but all just ghost stories. You, you get right. history as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I know I can see, you know, the pictures I've seen of this ghost tour. They all dress up and they have their roles like any ghost tour, any good ghost tour would. Yeah. Um, so it, it looks like it would be really, 
a good one. So uh, let's see. What else have I got? Don't know. I know we only got a couple minutes. Uh, so a planet. Apparently, there are plenty of animal souls that still really? linger. Yeah, in various homes, backyards, alleyways, and churchyards. These include family cats, stray dogs, loyal horses, and even a runaway elephant. I don't know. Why about not? The ele- I don't know about the elephant, but. Uh, one couple who live in a home that they once operated as a local bed and breakfast inn loved to share this story of a feline spirit. When guests would arrive for check-in, the two living house cats, one black and one white, would greet all the newcomers until, as cats are wont to do, they would grow bored and simply amble away. After check-in, the guests would then ascend the stairs to their room. It was on the second floor they would usually encounter the third cat. This third cat was always described as a tabby cat, either seen sitting on the floor some distance down the hallway from their room, or if their room was at the end of the hallway, upstairs at the top landing of the third floor. The guests would invariably stoop, chitter and rub their fingertips together, trying to draw in this tabby cat, but the cat would just sit there slowly and methodically swiping its tail back and forth and licking its long slender paws. Guests would assume it was just skittish and move on to their room. It was typically later when the guests would gather for dinner that someone would inquire about this third cat. Rather than try to explain to their guests they had actually encountered some metaphysical detritus, that there was no third cat in their home, at least a tangible living cat, the couple concocted a story of an adopted cat shy and afraid of all newcomers alas they would explain the cat will never approach guests and then to themselves the owners anyway so we have to take a break right now you're listening to ghost chronicles next generation with ann and rod right here on tojanet and pararex radio brought to you by circles of wisdom 386 merrimack street in methuen massachusetts and the glant messier family law group 15 high street not the end of massachusetts and our very 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 good friends on ghost chronicles radio on patreon so thank you and we'll be right back after the following messages you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. 
The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, Mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne. And tonight we're just talking vacation ghosts, beach ghosts, whatever we can come up with. Say so. Well, I don't know. Ron might surprise me. He usually does, but right now I am digging up a picture of Leanne Wilbur. Oh, okay. So continue. So in my travels. So we also were in Virginia Beach. Also, not quite as old as Wilmington, but have their fair share of ghosts. And so at the very, very, it's almost like the end of like all, where all the hotels and everything are in Virginia Beach is a really amazing hotel called the Cavalier. And this place dates back to, I think, the late 1800s. And we actually went down there to look at the view from the hotel across the street from it. <laughs> because you can see, you, you, can really? go, you can go up to, they have a bar in the very top. And you can see forever. Naturally, we got there and they weren't open. So, oh, and, no. Yeah. So we had to go back down and content ourselves with drinking their overpriced uh, liquor in the bar on the bottom floor. But anyway, so the Cavalier is a very historic hotel. It's directly across the street. And for a long time, it was, you know, in its heyday, it was uh, the place to be seen. But as places like this are want to do over the years they fall into disrepair people don't go there like they used to and it just starts to fall apart and then thankfully someone saved it and renovated it and now it's a quite shishi frou-frou hotel i looked up the room rates which none of us could ever afford unless we hit the lottery um but it is it is beautiful and so for several years, I guess, before uh, its renovation, um, let me pick this up. Sorry. Um, fresh off an unprecedented restoration. She is as commanding and elegant as she was when she was built. After so many years, she has no shortage of stories to tell, some of which seem to not have reached their conclusion. The sound of a long-lost cat scratching at the door can be heard in the middle of the night. A forlorn World War II soldier can be seen wandering the halls. Pianos start playing in the grand ballroom with no one around to push the keys. 
whether they remain to deal with some unfinished business or simply because they weren't quite ready for the party to end, some of the guests of yore have never truly checked out. So apparently what would happen at the Cavalier Hotel is they would close during the winter because mm-hmm. who goes to Virginia Beach in the middle of winter? Nobody. I know. Before reopening again in the spring. While phone calls at all hours of the night from guests are nothing new for receptionists working the late shift, when the hotel is presumed to be empty, persistent calls from the sixth floor in the dead of night are a little strange, especially when nothing can be heard on the other end but the distant warble of jazz. Night watchmen would be sent to check on the rooms that were calling only to find them empty. It turns out that the sixth floor is a particular hotbed for hair-raising haunts. In 1929, the founder of Coors Brewing Company, there you go, Ron, one of your favorites, Adolf Coors' lifeless body was discovered on the grounds of the hotel after having checked into his six-story guest room earlier in the week. And so the backstory behind this, which I kind of had to dig a little for, uh, not too hard. So Adolf Kors in 1929, right? So that's yep. when they had the big stock market crash. Yep. Um, they found him on the uh, the, the lawn and under, right, six floors down underneath his hotel room. Uh, so whether he fell or committed suicide, apparently no one will ever really know. But that is what happened. Uh, and since that fateful night, the front desk has received many reports of peculiar occurrences from inside the room. Random unexplained cold spots, windows opening in the dead of night, even voices and shuffling sounds coming from the corners of the dark room. If you're looking to avoid ghosts, you might want to keep climbing once you get to the sixth floor. Perhaps this is why many guests have reported encountering a kindly older bellman on the stairs leading up from the fifth floor, warning of ghosts up ahead. The problem? The Cavalier hasn't employed any bellboys that match his description in decades. So that's what happened on the sixth floor. And you can only imagine, right, how much money did Coors Brewing Company, even in those days, probably have, but... A lot of guys were flinging themselves out the window in 1929, October 1929. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I would imagine. But uh, I, I do have something I, w- I do want to mention, and uh, I want to make sure I get it in. And mm-hmm. we're talking about uh, uh, haunted lighthouses. And, of course, uh, next Tuesday is the 250th anniversary of... Uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, which nice. is the oldest lighthouse north of Boston. Mm-hmm. And um, we will be doing a, an investigation and in seance at the ah. lighthouse on that particular day. So, oh, I uh, wish I could only be happens, there. <laughs> it only happens once. And uh, so we will let you know uh, what happened. But uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of haunted lighthouses, and uh, they're, uh, oh, actually, you know, we do have, uh, let's see if I have this one here. Um, where are you? 
Anyway, uh, yeah, so next week, okay, so so White River Light Station, uh, and it was built in 1875. The lighthouse sits in White Lake Channel on uh, Lake Michigan, and it is mm-hmm. the first lightkeeper, Captain William Robinson, who took his post there in 1876. Robinson, along with his wife, uh, Sarah, raised 11 children. Holy well, crap. What the hell else are you going to do in a lighthouse? <laughs> <laughs> no TV back then. In fact, the, Rod- the Robinsons family loved the lighthouse so much that they worked there for 47 years. Wow. Robinson was 87 years old when he finally uh, decided to retire. Mm. He oh. died in the keeper's house the night before he was set to leave the premise for good. The lighthouse was decommissioned in 1960 and it became a museum in 1970. Visitors believe that Captain Robinson and Sarah are still there. Many tourists have heard the telltale sounds of Robinson's cane as he uh, moves along the grounds. Staffs at the museum also stated they believe the ghost of Sarah is still there and she has been uh, known to tidy up from time to time. Oh, that's <laughs> the kind of ghost I want. Perfect. Uh, house, housekeeping ghost. I want one. <laughs> I, funny story is, is we when I signed with her, and I think I've mentioned this before, but it was, it's always intrigued me. Uh, when I signed with our, uh, our agent for our first book, Maureen and I in Ghost Chronicles, we went down to uh, uh, Lanner, Madison, actually. And uh, we were flying out of Atlanta, and as we were going through the, the checkout, uh, they called me aside, and the, this woman said, what's all these things? I had all my ghost hunting equipment here because uh, we did investigating. And I said, well, you know, I'm a paranormal investigator, and luckily I had an article that they had written about us when uh, uh, we were down there, so it had already come out. And uh, she, she proceeded to hold me up and tell me about she had a ghost that made her better every morning. Get it out. No, what? it made it better every morning. Oh, man. Lucky I almost girl. missed my flight over that stupid oh, ghost. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Lady, I got to go. Exactly. <laughs> that was the way. She wouldn't let me go. It was like, oh. Oh, my God. That's and uh, speaking about Michigan, uh, we will be having on next week's show, we will have uh, Haunted Michigan, uh, the author of Haunted Michigan on the show and uh, on the 16th. And... Uh, yeah, so. Wow, that's nice. Yep, so Very that's nice. my little lead to that. Okay, so what else you got? Awesome. I have a friend who lives in Michigan. I'll have to um, oh, uh, Peggy Ann. Yeah, I'll have to get her. I'll have to alert her. <laughs> hey, Excellent. listen, I'm going to talk about Michigan. What else have I got? So um, hold on, got to switch tabs. Close this tab. Well, while she does tab. that, I do want to mention I posted a, a, a picture of Leanne on our uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation page. So you can oh, see uh, nice. uh, Anne, myself, and Leanne while we were there uh, doing awesome. your broadcast, actually. So yeah. Go. God, that was so long ago. It was long ago. It was, it was literally. It was so much better than it is today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. It's debatable. Um, that God. Okay. So I, I'm still having trouble grasping this 2021, honestly, really. So it's probably more than a decade since we were there or maybe maybe more than that. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. But I, it was probably around 2010. I, I bet it was. I'd have to go back and look because I have all those pictures too. But uh, God, it, it just flies. I, I've just lost. I'm just lost track. I'm too old. Too old. Yeah. <laughs> Not arguing. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so one of the other things. So back in Virginia Beach. So if you walk down the board, boardwalk of Virginia Beach, which I don't even know how miles this long it's probably, I bet it's three miles, two or three miles long. And we've walked it a couple of times. So along this boardwalk, which is not boards anymore, by the way, it's all paved, is the U.S. Life Saving Station, which is a very cool building. And it's, it's, it looks weird because it's kind of this little uh, clapboarded building with cedar shingles on the roof and it's a picket fence and it's tucked in between all these big giant hotels. Mm -hmm. So it really does stand out. And so uh, it's housed in a former U S life-saving station that was built in 1903 and the Virginia beach surf and rescue museum preserves the coastal city's maritime history through exhibits on local surfing legends, superstorms, shipwrecks, a lot of shipwrecks, and more. Many of the museum staff report experiencing otherworldly phenomena in the old building, which is recognized on the National Register of Historic Places. Some have heard maniacal laughing. Maniacal, I like that. Attributed Mm. to the Witch of Pungo, Grace Sherwood, disembodied spirits of shipwreck victims who were often laid in the attic until the bodies were claimed, ew, and even phantom footsteps leading up to the guard tower. Yes, there is like a guard tower or a watchtower on the top of this place. Uh, And they have, the museum has ghost walks, again, every October, which includes several additional spots along the beach and boardwalk. So I would definitely be up for that as well because it is a really cool spot. And there's a big, uh, right next to it, a big memorial to, uh, there's a woman like with her arms outstretched and of course half her boobs showing like, oh, my sailors are missing. Yeah. Like which Bonnie? She kind of looks like which Bonnie. And she's right at the edge of the waterfront there. And uh, there's a story behind her, but she is right next to the beach as well. It is a very cool spot. So look it up if you're ever in Virginia Beach. There you go. So I I was trying to find out when that that show was, and I I can't find it this time. But uh, anyway. Hmm. I can look. No, but that's not important. I can I guess. look, but you have to talk if I'm going to look. I know that's the thing that kills me. <laughs> I already done my talking, and I anyway. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, we if you haven't seen the the video production, by the way, you can go to our YouTube page. We have a YouTube page, right? Yes, we I do. Think. Oh, there you go. And uh, Anne has uploaded uh, a bunch of these uh, videos. And you can watch them at, at your leisure at any time on demand. So there you yes. go. And, and I'm pretty uh, sure uh, the first show with Lee Ann is up there, um, kind of a tricks in between right now. So it's hard for me to tell you, but I'm going to our photos and 
I'm pretty sure that I have this posted way, way, way. I have to scroll way, way, way back. Uh, so, okay, Lizzie Borden B&B, we had a live broadcast there. It was June 2011. So I was very close. Oh, 2011. 2011. Very, okay. very close. Yeah. I thought it was earlier. All right, I'll nope. give you that. Nope. Yeah, because I would think that was the last time I was there. And so that would be about three times before then. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. 2005, 2000, around there. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And when, and when we were there, uh, we actually went upstairs and we taped a promo, which is probably still playing for all I know. <laughs> um, we sat on uh, Lizzie's bed where they have like the blood stains on the bed or whoever's bed it was, not Lizzie's. Um, but yeah, we, we did do a promo there. It's probably still floating around somewhere. On our... sure it is, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, you did uh, table tipping, I think, for the first time there as well. I, was it table tipping? Or was it? Yes. You yeah. did it with the uh, girl there in the, in the parlor? Yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember if it was a seance or if it was table tipping. Yeah. Table tipping. You are absolutely right. Yes. It, and she communicated by clicking in the table the old-fashioned way, which is uh, the clicking table would click. Oh, that's different. Hmm. No, that's that's the original ways. They yeah. would wrapping table wrapping. It's also called. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, the spiritualist uh, uh, mediums did uh, table wrapping. Uh, there's, there's various forms of table tipping, uh, table tipping, table wrapping. Uh, there's, there's tons of different ones. I forget there's a couple others too. Like, hmm. they're called, but uh, yeah. So anyway, and you and if you want, by the way, you can also, uh, if you like live TV, you can get Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation on your uh, your uh, live TV if you. Contact your uh, cable provider and, uh, yeah, you ask them to play Ghost Chronicles and they can certainly pick it up from our feed, right, Ann? Yes, absolutely. Um, so we're on Roku and we're on Amazon YouTube. Fire, EBCAM, if you find the EBCAM channel mm -hmm. on, uh, on either of those channels. But yes. Mm. Yes, let me, I'm trying, I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> I'm doing six things here. I'm trying to find the Ghost Chronicles show. I just have to. That's all right. We can uh, just switch my account. <laughs> um, oh, never mind. I can't. It's too convoluted right now. Sorry, yeah, folks. But go. anyways, go to the Ghost Chronicles YouTube channel, and I'm pretty sure that we have that Leanne show up there. Yep. So. Anyways, uh, while you're doing that, I'll talk about another. Oh yeah, we, uh, it, we, I mentioned the the live. I mean, I mean not the live, but the uh, this the investigation on the 250th anniversary. Well, this Sunday, uh, we will be having a free event, uh, online event, Zoom, uh, the Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, and uh, that is this Sunday. And I will be speaking in it is uh, talking about the haunting there, but uh, yeah, it'll be, we got a whole 
pile of things. There's, there's a uh, song that uh, uh, that is out on the ghost on the uh, ghost. Yeah, I keep saying ghost on uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, uh, done by Shanigan. And uh, we're gonna, I guess they're going to play that as well. So, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of speakers and different things. So and that's a free event. And I will put the link up uh, on our page here at Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, as well as my homepage on Ghost Chronicles, uh, me, Ronald Kolick. So there you go. So uh, speaking about lighthouses, uh, Point Lookout Lighthouse and the dead soldiers who still linger there. Point Lookout Lighthouse was built in Scotland, Maryland. Scotland, Maryland? Maryland? How come we have a Scotland, I've Maryland? Never, in 1830. Never in Scotland, Maryland. Well, evidently, there is one. Uh, some people consider the structure to be one of the most haunted lighthouses in North America. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, Aren't they all? <laughs> Aren't they all? Exactly. Most haunted house in America. Most haunted house in... in yeah, okay. Anyway, several ghostly fingers... Fingers, figures, God, I need a drink. Several ghostly figures have been known to appear and suddenly vanish within the lighthouse structure. Some people have reported seeing doors open and close seamlessly on their own. Ooh, the most common things they experience are disembodied voices oh, and the no. sounds of running footsteps. <laughs> Some uh, researchers believe that uh, Point Look uh, Point Lookout is a is fraught with so much activity because a hospital and a prison camp for Confederate soldiers had been erected and used near the premise during the Civil War. So they ah. built a, a, a prison camp and a hospital. So they think it's haunted by dead soldiers. That could do it. That could do it. That would definitely do it. Okay, so uh, I want to say thank you, John, because mm -hmm. he pointed out that Leanne is in episode seven of our video Ghost oh, Chronicles cool. series, and I just posted the link on the Ghost Chronicles page if you oh, want to want to visit it. But thank you very much, John. I was scrambling to find that. <laughs> I appreciate it. So it's good to I, have somebody help us out. You know, I, you know, right. He's our right-hand man, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, you know what, John? We never give you enough credit, but you've been there through for the years for us, and yes. we want to thank thank you so much for listening and and being in the chat every every week, just about. So, uh, John, thank you, and we tip our hats for you and salute to you, John. There you go. So there you go. All right, we're heading down to the end of the show, and. Uh, what else we got coming up? What else we got coming up? I don't know, but I'm so sad that I cannot be. So Ron invited me to come up for the Portsmouth Lighthouse anniversary and the seance. 250th only happens. Uh, I know you keep saying that. Stop saying that. I feel worse. Uh, and I can't. I have to work. I have to. I, I not only have to work, but I also have a board meeting that mm -hmm. night that I cannot escape. And otherwise, I would be there. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited. <sighs> happens. Uh, that place is is rotten with uh, ghosts and ghostly activity. Uh, it's so much has been recorded, not only by our group but also other groups that we have allowed in there. And uh, yeah, it's there's a lot of stuff going on there. And 
uh, reports by the Coast Guard as well because it's it's on a Coast Guard station and uh, uh, yeah, so they are reputable people who uh, have nothing to gain from uh, <laughs> this. And trust me, they don't want to be bothered. Right, <laughs> I know they don't have time to deal with ghosts. I'm and, sure. And we had have done. Uh, haunted tours for many years now and people have experienced things on those as well but uh, yeah this it, it's exciting uh, unfortunately the Coast Guard uh, base has closed the fort Fort uh, ah. Mary which is there uh, for Constitution and uh, the lighthouse uh, we are doing tours uh, on a limited basis on, on Sundays, I guess we were doing two tours of, uh, I think only eight people. And so, uh, I was going to ask you that if you were doing the tours this year. Yeah. And those aren't haunted tours. Those are just regular tours. Why did they close it? Because of the virus. What do you think? Well, yeah, but that's over now. No, we're done with that. No, you're done with it, but they aren't. Um, and they're New Hampshire, huh? Yeah. No, the Hampshire's wide open. They were wide open before us. Yeah. Up, so up, why aren't they done with it? Because it's Never the mind. federal government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's security and a lot of other things as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Maybe they'll change their mind. Mm-hmm. But, well, uh, they're allowing us to do this seance on the 250th anniversary. Seance and investigation, excuse me, on the 250th. Yeah. Here we go. It's run out of time. But I do want to speaking about the seance uh, last night. It was it was really weird. While I was setting up the cameras in the room, and I had one of them kind of like laying down, and I and I went put it up in the thing, and I swore I saw a figure by the door, but there was nobody there. It was really weird mm. in the camera. So Jim's checking that out and see if we captured it on the camera itself. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I hope so. Yeah. Nice. That would be cool. Hmm. Uh, we Very have been cool. doing those for over eight years now. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, we do have to <coughs> wrap it up. Excuse me. Uh, you've been listening to Ghost Chronicles on, uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Told you that. And uh, Pararex Radio. And uh, wherever else we'll play it. Well, by the way, just uh, for your own edification, there are, uh, we are being played on other stations as well. Um, as I found out uh, from some of my listeners and also uh, from doing a search that I was doing the other day. So uh, if you're listening on one of those other ones, thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you ever have a question, you ever see something you want to uh, hear or, you know, or anything else, you can address it to me at ghostproject at comcast.net. That's the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject at comcast.net. And I'll be happy to answer any email you send me. And, uh, well, it's good to have you back in. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm excited to be back. And uh, I'll be back next week, too. <laughs> and hopefully we're going to get the uh, video show up and running. So that Yeah, be we're working on that. 
yeah, we'll see what we can do with that. Anyways, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Circles of Wisdom 15, no, Circles of Wisdom 286 High, uh, Merrimack Avenue in Methuen. I'm a wreck today. You are. Circles of Wisdom 286 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Gallant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Patreon on Ghost Chronicles Radio. Thank you all. Good night and God bless and stay safe. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.